BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Hop slow, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another end one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars begin West Coast Conference play with a matchup against the Pacific Tigers. Now, the Cougars start conference play with a record of 8-7 and seven after falling to Mississippi State last Saturday in Starkville, 103-81. to 81. The loss was BYU's third loss in a row. This is the second time this season that the Cougars have lost three in a row. During this current three-game slide, BYU offensively is averaging 84 points per game, which, by the way, is fantastic. Yoli Childs, TJ Haas continue to lead the team offensively. Defensively, however, the Cougars are allowing 95 points per game. That's where the coaches have talked about needing to find the biggest improvement. The good news is... It's a new season, it's conference play, it's kind of a clean slate, and before the season began this year, BYU was picked to finish third in the West Coast Conference, behind Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Now on the other side of things, Pacific Tigers enter tonight at 10-5, they were picked sixth in the preseason, head coach Damon Stoudemire is in his third season in Stockton, and Pacific is a guard-oriented team, they're very quick, but they lack size. And I mentioned a few moments ago how Yoli Childs and T.J. Haas have been the ones carrying the load offensively. T.J. has been on a tear over the past five or six games. I talked with the former Lone Peak Knight before the team flew out to California. Here's our conversation. All right, before we get to the basketball stuff, it's New Year. It's officially 2019. Did you do anything fun and exciting to celebrate the New Year? Uh, you know, just hung out with a few of the guys, a few of the married guys. We had a little game night and just, just hung out and celebrated New Year. So you did stay up until midnight. You did ring in the New Year officially. Yes, I am capable of staying up until midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so are, do you, are you one that, that gets into the New Year's resolutions? Do you do that kind of stuff? And if so, did you, did you make any basketball New Year's resolutions? Uh, you know, I, I've, I've thought about it a lot, and uh, my wife is super big on a vision board, and so... Um, we have a vision board in our room, and I'm working on mine. Um, but I, I, I do believe in, in goals, and um, I believe they give you a purpose and a direction in life. And so I think this is a great time to reflect and you know think about uh, what you want to accomplish in this year. And I believe uh, you can do anything you put your mind to. And so um, I really like this time of year, and I think this is a great opportunity to you know, have a fresh start and keep moving and get better. You used a great word there, reflect. So now that non-conference is officially over, when you reflect on the 8-7 and seven record and how you guys did heading into conference play, how do you view that? You know, there's a lot of thoughts. Um, it, it definitely isn't where we wanted to be, 8-7. Uh, and seven. Um, But, you know, this is life. There's hard things that come up all the time in life, and I'm excited to see how this team responds to where we're at right now. Um, you know, I feel like we had a, a three-game skid earlier this year, and I, I thought we responded really well. Um, and then we've let it slip a little bit. Um, but, you know, I, I think this team is, is really good when our mentality is there. And we haven't been consistent with that mentality all year. And that's been hard because I, I believe we're capable of beating anyone. Um, uh, but we've seen that, you know, you can lose to anyone as well. And so you have to be ready to go every night. And you really have to be ready to go every single day in practice. And 
you know, I just want to play with five guys out on the floor that, that care and, you know, that want to win and, and they're ready to play together and, and have that mentality for 40 minutes. Coach Rose was talking about the fact that to begin the year, one of the bigger issues was the offense. You needed to jumpstart the offense. You guys were able to work through that and get that taken care of. Now it's on the other side, on the defensive end. Why do you think the defense hasn't been to the level you guys would want it to be recently? Yeah, you know, like I said, I think um, having a, a tough defensive mentality every single game um, is really key for us. And, you know, when you don't bring that, college teams are very good. They can shoot the ball and um, they can make tough shots. And, and if you turn a team on, they're very capable of, you know, scoring in bunches. And so I, I think... For 40 minutes, we need to have a very tough defensive mentality because you know, I've, I've seen it. We've proven it in practice. We've proven it in games that we can guard. It's just a matter of you know having that mentality and doing it every game. One thing that has been going very, very well recently is your ability to score, your ability to shoot. When you look over the last five or six games, you're playing some of the best basketball you've ever played here. What do you attribute that to? You know, I've said all year I'm, I'm very confident right now, and I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident in my shot, and, um, you know, I'm just going to keep building on what I'm doing and um, try and take good shots and, you know, let the game come to me and, um, try not to force too many things, and um, but yeah, I, I feel really confident right now, and you know I believe every shot I shoot is going in, and you know even if I miss a few, I feel I feel confident the next one's going in. You've mentioned the word consistency a couple of times, and one of the things that's been consistent all year long is that you and Yoli have been there every night and coach was talking about how that's a lot of pressure to put on two guys and you know needing the the rest of the team to kind of help carry that weight how has that been for you and Yoli to be the the most consistent parts and to kind of shoulder that weight yeah you know Yoli's a a very talented player and uh, he's very tough and he brings it every day Um, but you know, I think it's just it's just something where your mentality has to be right, and you know it's not something too much where I feel like it's a lot of pressure, but more just you know it's game time. We got to come out and 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 go and attack and and play our game. And I feel like if I play my game, good things are going to happen. As we talked about at the very beginning, new year, it's a new opportunity. Conference play starts. What excites you the most about the opportunity? that lies ahead of this team? Uh, what excites me the most, um, you know, I'd probably say that you can really kind of forget about what's happened in the preseason. And it, it can be a new team, a new start. And um, I believe this team is going to come out and make some noise in this conference. And I'm excited to just, you know, have a fresh start. We haven't, haven't won a game, haven't lost a game in conference. And uh, anybody can beat anybody. And so it's going to be a great challenge for us. But... I, I believe we can do some great things in this conference. Jay, great stuff. Appreciate the time, and uh, good luck on the, uh, the two-game road trip. Thank you. Happy New Year. That was TJ Haas. Appreciate him taking a few minutes before the team flew out on this two-game road trip. Obviously, in Pacific tonight, they will be at St. Mary's coming up on Saturday evening. And by the way, the Gales in action right now. They're at San Francisco. And speaking of an improved conference, San Francisco with a 41-33 lead over the Gales. Still, though, the entire second half to go. But uh, San Francisco certainly playing well. And uh, St. Mary's uh, looking to... uh, 
make some headway in the second half in that game on the road at San Francisco. A couple things I wanted to touch on in terms of that conversation with TJ. I think one of the things that he talked about from his game specifically, just talking about how much confidence he's playing with right now. And I think you certainly see that. This is a guy that's confident with the ball. He's confident without the ball, whether it's, you know, shooting, uh, assisting his teammates. It, it doesn't really matter when he's playing with a level of confidence right now that uh, that whatever he does, it's going to be successful. And so far it has in terms of scoring, his ability to shoot, the three-point shot. Uh, he continues to lead this team in assists. He really has been playing phenomenally. The other thing I wanted to talk about, he, he talked about being consistent and how this is what this team needs to do. You know, they were fine. They were able to find a way to be consistent offensively. Now they're looking to do the same thing on the defensive end. And this team, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's the second three-game losing streak. BYU was able to make their way out of its first three-game losing streak. If you remember, they obviously the they had uh, they had a loss and then came back. They had the loss to Weber State and then came back and played really really good basketball. You had wins over Utah State. You had wins over the University of Utah. You had an you saw how this team fights back when adversity sets in. And I think that's what you can look for for this team as they have a fresh start heading into West Coast Conference play. They're excited about this opportunity. This is a league that they are comfortable in knowing the opponents. Uh, this is a, the team, like TJ said, what happened in non-conference at this point doesn't matter. Every goal that this team set is still in front of this team if they can play well in conference play. And that starts tonight. This will be a fun one for BYU on the road at Pacific. And as I mentioned, Tigers are a guard-oriented team. They do not have a lot of size. So this is something where BYU can maybe take advantage on the rebounding, especially down low. I, I fully expect Yoli to have a, a big game. And I know that's going out on a limb, seeing as how he has a big game every game. But uh, I would certainly expect Yoli to be able to have one of his signature uh, uh, big-time games today against the Pacific Tigers. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we are going to head to the Spano Center for our courtside conversation with Terry Nashif. He's filling in for Mark Durant on the broadcast tonight. Cougar Pregame Live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU Radio studios in beautiful Provo, Utah. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation on the broadcast and I filling in for Mark Durant with Greg Rubel is the great Terry Nashif. Terry, it's been a while since we've uh, we've spoken. How are things? How's the Nashif family? Shep, doing great. Uh, Nashif family is... Doing really well. Had a great holiday. We were actually down in Southern California and had a great time. Very, very nice. So let's talk about this BYU team. It's the last question I'm going to ask about non-conference. After this question, it's going to be all about moving forward. So BYU wrapped up non-conference play with a record of 8-7, and seven, currently on a three-game losing streak. How do you view the 8-7 eight and, and seven record for the Cougars? Obviously, uh, you want to win all of your non-conference games. If you look at this record, this year played some really good teams. When you look at Nevada, 
and Houston and that Mississippi State team, watching them on film before, uh, I knew they were going to be a really tough test. Uh, and then you go through, and there were some other games that uh, teams played uh, a little bit better than they had in the past. And uh, it's a tough way to go into this with three road games, dropping those three. What what would be great for BYU is to be at home this weekend to start league play, but they're on a, uh, a tough test at Pacific. I think they're up to the challenge. Well, and, and that's something, look, five in a row, you obviously have to play the schedule that you're given. And, you know, nobody's going to cry for anybody because they play this X number of, of road games. But it is it is difficult for players to play five straight games away from their home court. And then when you look about how long it's actually been, because there's been, you know, they were playing two, three games a week, and then there was that break, and they were one game a week. And you look at that earlier three-game losing streak, obviously losing to Houston, then two on the road, and then they came back home and played a really good Utah State team. Right. And you saw the difference defensively, uh, the way that they came out, and hopefully um, they can do the same thing here. But, again, getting home was really good for them at that time, and, and hopefully this non-conference uh, ending conference fresh start will give them the same feel. Well, and you you just touched on it. You mentioned defense, and that's certainly what Coach Rose and this coaching staff have been talking about earlier in the year. They were talking about offense. They were able to kind of figure that out. Now they're trying to figure out the defensive side. What's your take on, on the defensive side right now for BYU? I think it all changed at San Diego State. And when you talk about the defensive side, uh, BYU is doing a tremendous job of not turning the ball over. And then at San Diego State, Coach Dutcher and his staff uh, kind of gave him a different scouting report, a different look, and they double-teamed Yoli and uh, caused a lot of turnovers that way. And so what's happened in the last few games is there's been turnovers, and they've been trying to guard turnovers. And so defensively, uh, after the Weber State game, they adjusted, and Utah State, they played great defense. I think tonight a big key when you say defensively is to take care of the ball and get shots on offense so that you're not trying to guard turnovers. You know, and I think something else that'll that'll be a, a big factor in tonight is rebounding and not giving this, this really quick guard-oriented Pacific team extra shots. And I think that's helped by the fact that we, we, we know now that uh, the Colby Lee and Dalton Nixon both will be available tonight. Both of those guys bring some size, certainly from Colby, but we know how good of a rebounder Dalton is. I think having that uh, aspect and, and getting rebounds, tonight, I think that'll be a big key as well. Absolutely. And Coach Stoudemire, these are the teams he loves, these, these smaller, tough, um, athletic guys, and that's who he puts on the floor, and they can switch some screens. They're going to bring an underside uh, monster double team. That's what they've been doing all year. I'm assuming they'll do that again with Yoli tonight. And uh, they like to be agile. They like to uh, – he just he just prides himself on having a tough team, and this is a team that uh, is tough and play exactly like he used to play uh, for the Blazers and, and uh, in college. That's right. Talking with Terry Nashif, he'll be on the broadcast with Greg Rubel tonight. Coach Rose talked about it, and I talked with TJ about it in the previous segment. BYU's looking for others to kind of help shoulder that offensive load. What TJ and Yoli have done consistently, game in and game out, has been so remarkable this year. Who do you think is best equipped to help out with that? Well, I think there's a couple things that will happen. Yoli's been seeing more double teams the last two games. That's going to continue, and uh, I think – it's going to get open shots. There'll be some open shots up top tonight, the way that uh, Pacific brings the double team. And 
Somebody's got to knock them down. We've got good shooters, and I know that uh, tonight will hopefully turn the corner for somebody to step up. Well, Connor's it, been great, yeah. and uh, you, you look at these other players that have a chance, and you, we've seen flashes of brilliance from them, and uh, just a little consistency from two or three different guys will go a long way. Well, and there are there is there's a lot of guys that can contribute on this roster, and there will be more specifics coming up uh, when Greg Rubel sits down with Dave Rose. There is going to be a change to, to the starting lineup. Uh, there'll be some specifics, as I mentioned, with that coming up in roughly 15 or so minutes when Greg talks with Coach Rose. But that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to find the right combinations that, that can kind of jumpstart this team on both ends of the floor. Absolutely. And you also want to change things up. This league is tough. And uh, defensively, uh, the scattering reports, they all change when you get into conference and when you get into league. And so uh, a little bit of, you know, matchups that you like and those things. But it's good to change up uh, the lineup and then also give other teams different looks that they have to, uh, that maybe they haven't seen on film as much. Before we zero in specifically on Pacific, the WCC by all accounts is an improved league. USF probably getting the most attention for that improvement and by the way they do lead St. Mary's by five with about 15 minutes to go uh, what improvements do you see in this league overall just from top to bottom you look at LMU you look at Pacific San Francisco obviously Gonzaga and what they did over in Maui and uh, it's it's very much improved and uh, San Francisco is actually up 10 and St. Mary's is chipping yep. away at that we'll see this is a big game for San Francisco to see if they've really arrived if they're really um, gained some ground. St. Mary's isn't quite as good as they have been in the past few years, but Coach Bennett and his staff do a great job preparing their teams and have really dominated this league. I, I want to go back to something that you mentioned uh, a second ago when talking about this Tiger team. You mentioned how you know they they really do reflect the strengths of their head coach and Damon Stoudemire and that hard-nosed, quick guard line. What else stands out to you about this this Tiger team that comes in at ten and five? They're one of those improved teams as well. They're just finding a way to win. Uh, and like, like we talked about, their toughness. Defensively, they play as a unit. They really rely on each other and help side. We talked about it, that they're going to bring a double team from the bottom. And if you're bringing a double team from the underside and you don't come, it's going to be a layup. And so if you're doing that, you really trust your teammates and you really trust your system, and that's what they rely on. All right, so we've talked about what we expect to see from Pacific. With that in mind, Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Terry, what are your keys to tonight's game? I think the first thing is to take care of the ball so you don't have to guard turnovers. Take care of the ball, and then defensively that will help guard and finish stops and then keep Pacific off the foul line. Terry, great stuff as always. Uh, excited to hear you back with Greg coming up in a few minutes. Thanks for the time, and, uh, and we'll hear you guys in about 10 minutes. Thanks so much, Shep. There you go. Terry Nash on the broadcast with Greg Rubel filling in for Mark Durant. Mark will be back on the broadcast with Greg coming up Saturday when BYU takes on St. Mary's in Moraga. After a quick break, we'll check out some other action in college basketball. Lots of other local teams playing tonight. We'll let you know how that's going. Plus, we'll, uh, we'll check in on the top 25. That's all coming up after this. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. 
Welcome back in Cougar Pregame Live. Shep with you, getting you ready for the West Coast Conference opener between the BYU Cougars and the Pacific Tigers from the Spano Center in Stockton, California. That's where we'll send you coming up in just a few minutes. In the meantime, let's update you on other action, and we will start close to home. Just as a matter of fact, right across, uh, well, roughly 30 yards away from where I am at the Marriott Center, it is BYU women's basketball taking on Pepperdine. The Cougars come in already 2-0 in the WCC. They have a lead over the Waves with 1.15 to go in the third quarter. It is 53-42 in favor of the Cougars. Brenda Chase leading all scores with 18 points. Shaley Gonzalez with 16. Paisley Johnson with 13. All right, to the men's side couple of finals already featuring local teams. The University of Utah goes in to Tempe and defeats Arizona State by a final score of 96-86. to 86. Utah Valley, the news not so good for them. They were also in the Phoenix area. They were taking on Grand Canyon. They lose to the Antelopes by a final of 71-60. to 60. Weber State in the second half leads Northern Arizona. Boy, there's a lot of local teams taking on teams from Arizona tonight. Weber State with a 63-41 lead with under nine minutes to go in that one. In Southern Utah, on the road at Idaho State, the Bengals leading the T-Birds 64-43, 11 and a half minutes to go in that one. Other WCC action, referenced this game uh, a couple of times previously. St. Mary's on the road at San Francisco. The Dons, one of those improved teams. In fact, Joe Lenardi has them as an 11 seed in his latest bracketology. They are 12-2, and two, and they have a 12-point lead over St. Mary's, 58-46. 12 minutes to go in that one. Pepperdine leading LMU 11-6, to 12 minutes to go in the first half. Also in the first half in Santa Clara, look, listen to this score, 25-5. to Santa Clara leading the Toreros. San Diego, one of the improved teams at 11-4, and but they're down 20 on the road at Santa Clara. All right, top 25 action. Second half, 12 minutes to go. Number 22, Wisconsin. They're in trouble. Minnesota has a 12-point lead at 40-28. to Still some time, though, for the Badgers to uh, make a little bit of a comeback. We'll see if they can do that. Some finals. Number two, Michigan defeats Penn State 68-55. Number 18, NC State winning at Miami 87-82. to Number 21, Indiana defeats Illinois 73-65. And Purdue upsets 25th-ranked Iowa 86-70. to A couple of games in the NBA Kawhi Leonard makes his return to San Antonio. It's been a good game for him, not necessarily for the Raptors, though. Spurs with a 119-95 to lead, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Also, Nuggets with a one-point lead at Sacramento, 22-21, four minutes to go in the first quarter. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. After the break, we're going to get you to the Spano Center in Stockton, California, for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Alex G. Spanos Center in Stockton, California, as tonight the BYU Cougars seek to hit the reset button in their West Coast Conference opener at Pacific. I'm Greg Grubel, joined for the first time this season by former BYU point guard and assistant coach Terry Nashif. Uh, great to be back with you, T, on the headset. And uh, it's been an uncharacteristically rough go for the Cougs during non-conference play, certainly, Terry. But tonight it is a chance to turn the page and hopefully uh, write a more successful chapter in WCC play. League play does bring new life. It, it brings a lot of new life. It brings familiarity. They've been in this gym before. Uh, they know the style of play, and they know how tough it's going to be. They're familiar with the officials, and it's a time where they can start fresh, start new, and uh, hopefully start on the right foot. All right, it is Dave Rose and his pregame conversation coming up next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Stockton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. BYU and Pacific coming up in the 11th meeting between these two teams as conference colleagues. Cougs have won seven of the preceding 10 games. Here at the Spanos Center, BYU's 3-2. and two. Uh, Last game here was a last-second heartbreaker in a one-point loss almost exactly a year ago. This year, BYU comes into Stockton on a second three-game slide this season. The current skid has head coach Dave Rose making a few lineup changes for tonight's game. In our pregame interview with BYU coach Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. The coach catches us up on the personnel shakeup. Yeah, you know, I think we, we've had some issues, um, uh, and, and some of them are, you know, health issues, other issues of, of uh, you know, just being able to play cohesively, compete together as a group. I, I like, I like how hard we play. I, I think at times we play in our own little space, our own little circle. We need to get our, ourselves where we're, um, you know, to, together a lot more, especially on the the defensive end where we're not just trying to guard our own man and, and, and not, you know, kind of playing into the system. I think this group will get off to a good start. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so how do you go tonight against the Pacific opening? Uh, we'll start uh, McKay Cannon and, uh, uh, and TJ at the, at, the, at, the, at the guards, and then the front line will be Yo and um, Luke and uh, Connor Harding. So, um, you know, I, I think we're, you know, probably right now nine or ten deep where we feel really comfortable and, uh, you know, hopefully we've got the other guys ready if there's issues as far as um, maybe foul trouble. But I'm, I'm looking forward to our guys getting off to a good start here. And Luke's playing some of the best basketball he's played for you as a Cougar. Yeah, you know, I think that, um, you know, he understands the system probably better than anybody. Uh, I think his communication can help some of the guys maybe get out of their own space and get into, you know, space that we, we need him to be in as far as executing our half-court uh, defensive schemes. The last time he started McKay, it was for a defensive presence. Yeah, and the same kind of thing now. I mean, he's, he's, he's one of the best, uh, you know, on our team as far as our team defense uh, uh, execution. And so uh, we'll, we'll get him out there. And, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's got some issues, you know, offensively with the, the lineup. And we'll have to, you know, deal with some of those. But uh, hopefully defensively it'll get us off to a good start. How much of the fresh start approach is a real thing entering league play for this team? Well, I think that uh, the new year, you know, coupled with, the, you know, the fact that we had a little disappointing preseason, 
results. Uh, I think these guys have had a really good attitude towards it. The bottom line is, is in order to, to keep confidence, to, to keep belief in yourself and each other, you got to win some of these games. And, you know, that's uh, that's where we are right now is that we're, you know, desperately in need of a win. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can find that on this trip. And uh, if not, then we got to get one when we get back home. But the, the guys are hanging in there. They're playing, uh, practicing really tough, practicing hard. But uh, I, I can kind of see their, their confidence slipping a, a little bit, especially as, we get into these games and, and, and we're playing from behind all the time. This is a group of guys that, you know, is good at playing, you know, from, from the top. And so we need to get off to a good start and get a good lead here. You haven't had more than a four-point lead in a game in, in a while. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, uh, you know, I, I think that's a real mental issue that your guys have to deal with. And, and uh, I, I believe that, uh, um, you know, this, this team – has everything we need to be a really successful team and to win any game that's on our schedule, but uh, we got to start uh, being connected better. And and I, I kind of look at each guy as, as if you're putting it on a board as you know you're a circle and all our circles are separated by space. We need to get those circles to overlap each other, and I think it'll really help us. All right, the specific team uh, coach uh, has won five of six, uh, playing some good basketball. Playing really good basketball. I, I really like the way they play too. They're undersized. Uh, but they really drive the ball hard. They've got a couple guys who can really shoot the ball from the perimeter, three-point line at a high clip. Um, and, you know, Dame has really, really got them believing. I like, I like their senior, uh, you know, Anthony Townsend inside. That's a guy that uh, we've seen a lot, you know, over the years. And uh, he's shooting, you know, in the low 60s from, from percentage from the field, field goal percentage. So, um, we got a lot of issues that we, we've got to be able to deal with with their personnel because uh, even though it's a little bit undersized lineup, it's a really good rebounding team. So uh, we're going to have to, you know, and, and, and this has been tough for us the last two games. we got to get the miss, get them to miss, and then we got to get the rebound. Right? we we got to keep limiting them to one shot, and hopefully Luke can give us a nice presence in there and move guys around, and our, our guards will be engaged in getting that rebound instead of maybe trying to leak out and, and get an outlet pass before we actually secure the miss. Well, the second season starts tonight. Uh, coach Rose, good luck against Pacific. We'll talk to you post All right, thanks a lot, Greg. That is BYU head coach Dave Rose. And tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. This has been the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Cougar tip-off show next from the Spanos Center in Stockton on the Newskin BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. From Stockton, California, opening night in the West Coast Conference. League play gets underway with the last of four games on the league's debut slate. 8-7 and seven, BYU visiting 10-5 and five Pacific. Greg Rubel and Terry Nashik sitting in for Mark Durant tonight for your courtside commentary. Our statistician, BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton. 
Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Nathan Israelson. Our coordinating producer is Terry South. And our broadcast intern tonight is Lindsey Peterson. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At 8-7 and seven on the season, Cougs have taken enough hits to knock them out of uh, NCAA tournament consideration as an at-large based on non-conference play alone. And with how the rest of the league has improved, even another top three finish in the WCC will be a stern challenge this year. But, Terry, maybe the unfamiliar uh, underdog role can be one this team relishes a bit. Uh, perhaps the Cougars can rally with a, a new mindset, a new approach, something perhaps akin, not identical, but uh, Dave Rose and his team, they adopted one when in Coach Rose's first season as head coach, the Cougars were picked last in their league and far exceeded those expectations. And, and Coach is a tough guy, and he knows how to handle these situations. And I remember that first year, BYU found ways to win close games, and they've been on the wrong side of a few this year. Hopefully in league they can find a way to win those close games and start getting some momentum, and it can all start right here tonight. All right, coming up we'll have the Pacific Perspective with assistant coach Luke Wicks as the Cougar tip-off show continues from the Spanos Center in Stockton, California on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Brett Rubel. BYU and Pacific coming up just after the top of the hour here in Stockton, California. Cougs on a three-game skid. Tigers have won five of their last six games. They have two of the last three WCC players of the week. This is an improving program in a league that uh, looks like, uh, well, looks like it's worthy of multiple bids. Come NCAA tournament time right now. A short time ago, I chatted with assistant coach Luke Wicks for a read on the Tigers and their current form that has Pacific firmly in the middle of the WCC pack and playing for more as league play commences here tonight. You know, we shook up the starting lineup of probably right at the start of December there and, and just kind of wanted to address some different things and um, kind of made it a little bit more about the defensive end um, and, and made our guys say, hey, you know, we're, we're going to score the basketball. We're going to be fine on the offensive end, but if we don't get stops and if we don't have a commitment to defense, uh, we're going to struggle, and that's against anyone. Um, so right now, you know, obviously, like you say, confidence comes from demonstrated ability, and we've gotten some some decent wins in the past couple uh, in the past couple months and whatnot. And guys are starting to believe in what we do and believe in the system and, and believing in each other is the biggest thing. You've had the WCC Player of the Week in two of the last three weeks for their testament to how you're playing right now. You know, Anthony Towns, I think, won the award a couple weeks back and had a really good week, obviously, in our wins against Long Beach and our wins against CSUN. He's a senior this year, and, you know, he had a really good sophomore campaign our first year here and then last year. Um, kind of took a step back, but, you know, at the same point, it wasn't anything that he was doing. It was just, you know, sometimes the ball doesn't go in for you and you, you lose a little confidence. And um, this year he's really been a lot more consistent on and off the court. And as you just grow old and you mature, you just you figure things out. And he's really figured it out. He's been a great leader for us this year. So Anthony winning that award, we were happy to see. And then, you know, Ajari's a guy that we feel can be a, a pretty darn good scorer throughout the league. And as he progresses – um, and he's had some, some big games as a freshman. It reminds me of some of the guys that you guys have on your roster as freshmen uh, that were like, gosh, we're going to have to guard these guys for four years. That's not fun at all. But um, can really score the basketball and has a good feel for the game. Uh, was, was, you know, his, his dad played at a high level, played at Arizona, and then transferred to Rice. Um, and he's been around basketball his whole life. So he, he'll continue to get better as, as he matures. So we're excited about the future for him as well. 
This game here with BYU last year was played in the 60s. I would love to play it in the 60s <laughs> because uh, I know that, that BYU obviously averages 84.5 points and uh, they want to score the basketball. And at the same point, they're, they're pretty good defensively this year as well. Um, I think we talked about last year with the team that I watched on film, there was a little bit more commitment to defense. You were pushing down some ball screens, doing some different things defensively. And it's the same thing. You guys are pretty efficient. And um, offensively, we, we always know that, that that's the main thing you're worried about is that can you score enough points to, to contend with your teams. Um, so I, I'd love for it to be played in the 60s, heck, even the low 70s. But, uh, you know, we're scoring the basketball well right now. And, and if shots are, shots are flying, it's, it's going to be a shootout if that's the case. How fired up are you and the guys for the start of league play and then an overall thought about the quality of the conference this season? It's, it's a monster. It, it really is. Um, anytime you have five teams with double-digit wins in the non-conference, and, and I know it can be skewed a little bit because there's two extra non-conference games this year, but at the same point, anytime you can have five teams with that and, and BYU and St. Mary's aren't, aren't one of those five, um, you know those teams are always going to be talented and very well coached. So uh, it, it's going to be a dogfight, and, and you're not going to have an easy way out any night. Um, it, going on the road isn't going to be easy, and even your home games aren't going to be easy. So uh, we're excited about the league. Um, it, and with a shortened schedule, you know, you, you drop a few here or there that you're not supposed to drop. You could very well see yourself in that, in that playing game still at the, you know, the 7, 8, 9, 10 seeds. Coach Wicks, thanks for the time as always. We'll see you back in Provo. Absolutely. All right, that is Luke Wicks, Pacific Assistant coach, assistant to Damon Stoudemire. Time now for tonight's edition of You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's your BYU basketball trivia question for tonight. Of Dave Rose's previous 13 seasons as BYU head coach, and how many of them has BYU finished with all of the above? 10-plus league wins, 20-plus overall wins, and no worse than a third-place finish in conference. The answer next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Stockton, California, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU and Pacific moments away. First up now, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge segment. It's a trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. And here was tonight's BYU basketball trivia brain teaser. Of Dave Rose's previous 13 seasons as BYU head coach, and how many of them has BYU finished with all of the following? 10-plus league wins, 20-plus overall wins, and no worse than a third-place finish in league. Terry, what do you think? I'm going with 13. That'd be all of them. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. 13. No biggie. What just, a run. Just yeah. make sure you win double digit in league every year, win 20 or more overall every year, and never finish out of the top three in your league, whatever league it is. It's amazing. It is amazing. And we hope the run continues as league play gets underway tonight for BYU. That is You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mine. More of the Cougar Tip-Off show coming your way next from Stockton, California, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. 
right there, Greg Rubel and Terry Nashif with you courtside, getting ready for BYU and Pacific. We talked about it a little earlier in the pregame, and Dave Rose talked about it in detail. Lineup changes for BYU tonight. Uh, two players out, two players in the starting five, leaving the starting five, Jashir Hardnett, who, by the way, has started uh, before tonight. Uh, before tonight, 47 consecutive games for BYU. Will not start tonight, will come off the bench. So no Jashir Hardnett in the starting five, no Zach Selyus in the starting five. Zach is second on the current roster in terms of total games played, 85 games played, and has been a starter this season. But he will go to the bench, and in their, tr- in their place go McKay Cannon, and Luke Worthington. So you're looking at TJ basically is the ball handler, uh, plays the point. He has the ball in his hands a lot anyway. Does lead the team in assists per game, Terry. So TJ and McKay with Connor Harding as your guards and wings. And then Yoli Childs and Luke Worthington up top. What do you make of the changes? And what do you think and hope the impact will be for BYU tonight? A lot of times people talk about the, those that are starting. But what this does also brings a different look to start. It brings firepower off the bench, experienced guys that can give a boost. We've talked about starts in the past, how they started games. This way, you start great, you can bring power off. You don't start great, and you can get some life and some energy coming off the bench. The last uh, game that BYU won in a true away venue was late in the WCC season last year. They lost the NIT game at Stanford and have not won a true away game yet this season. That's six straight true away losses uh, for this program. And, and Terry, as you're well aware, one of the hallmarks of the Dave Rose program is going into enemy venues and getting those important road wins that help your postseason profile. They haven't been there yet. This would be a big night to turn around and get that first away W. Absolutely. And they've gone to some really hard venues uh, to play. And uh, tonight is a place where it's not a full house tonight. There'll be some BYU support, and it's a great time, fresh start, to get that signature win. And then, then they just start coming, and you get some momentum. You realize you can do it, and uh, then you can find some comfort getting together as a group on the road, winning games, and win a bunch in a row. So BYU looking for a signature win. It's been a signature day in the Rubel household back home. If you'll all indulge me for a quick second, want to wish happy birthday, happy 15th birthday to my son Regan. Regan is celebrating Big One Five today. So happy birthday to Regan Rubel back home. I'll see you on the weekend and uh, hope it's been a good day. Hope you have a good night. Hope the Cougars get a win tonight as well and hope it's a good night all around. So happy birthday, Regan, and we will come back with BYU and Pacific. This has been the New Skin BYU Sports Network Cougar Tip-Off Show. Back to Stockton after this.